Coach Mike Taylor. And Coach, I appreciate uh, on short notice you joining us this morning. Uh, first off, how are you doing? Everything going okay? Everything's going good, J-Mo, like, like I've got anything else to be doing right now. We, <laughs> we can't go to work. We can't go out and recruit these high school kids that are playing center ball right now. So a lot of yard work, a lot of family time. So that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing, true. You may have the best-looking yard in uh, in Central Texas, huh? <laughs> I don't know about that, but I've paid a lot of attention to it over the last three months. Yeah, same here. Exactly. Well, it's good to hear your voice. Good, appreciate you being on with us. Um, first off, let's go back two weeks uh, to Nick being drafted. Uh, man, uh, there wasn't much doubt that he was going to be a high draftee, and it looked like the Royals really, really liked him. What do you think about uh, him being picked uh, with the 32nd pick overall? You know, I thought he may go a little higher, but that's okay. The, you know, if you're going to get drafted, you you want a team that wants you, and they really like Nick, and I think he's got a chance to move up their system pretty quick uh, with his skills. And uh, just being, it doesn't matter what hat or what color uniform you have. When you get picked in the first round of the Major League Draft, you've done something. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it, it was obvious that they liked him, sort of targeted him. Uh, and what do, you, what do you think it was? What did you hear from pro scouts, you know, when they would talk to you about your players, the Baylor players? What was it they particularly liked about Nick? Well, they, they liked the development that's going on here. And, uh, of course, Wenzel going last year and, and uh, his development as an infielder and you know, Coach Rod has a reputation. Uh, guys that work with him get better. Uh, they learn how to use their feet, and they develop instincts. And he's had a history of, of uh, helping infielders get better and, and putting them into pro ball. And, you know, history precedes itself. And Nick's a good player. He's got great work ethic. And you may hear that about a lot of guys, but, you know, some of them, it's false hustle. They, they tell you what you want to hear, but... I see Nick every day in his daily grind, his daily routines, and he wants to be good, and he's going to be very successful. And his uh, his versatility, that, that really played uh, a, a favorable uh, factor, didn't it, in Nick being drafted? Well, there's no doubt with, with the analytics being so involved today, uh, you know, shortstops don't always play shortstop. Third baseman sometimes plays shallow right field. Uh, they they move guys accordingly and uh, depending on the hitter's tendencies. And with Nick playing all over the place, he he can he can throw the ball from any angle. If Nick has to go to the outfield, he can do it. Um, he can play all three infield positions as an infielder. So he he's got a bright future ahead of him. And those guys are very valuable on a twenty five man roster. Yeah, exactly. Well, he uh, he could pitch in a pinch. I mean, he did for you guys a little bit. There's no doubt. I, I think he told the uh, GM when they called him, and he said, if you need me to throw, just let me know. I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> That's another thing, isn't it? I mean, he is such a good guy. That's what I've told all the people that, that asked me from the Kansas City area, that he is a really good guy, a really good teammate, and, uh, you know, just the, his personality and those innate qualities – I think really are a plus for him also. No doubt. Uh, you know, you go that high in any draft of, of the major sports, they are going to pick you apart, and they're going to try to find all the negatives. And uh, almost to a fault, they pick you apart. 
And his character is real. He is a good teammate. He works hard. He does the right things off the field. And he's the kind of guy we want representing Baylor University. Mike Taylor, our guest, Baylor baseball assistant coach, talking about Nick Lofton, who uh, officially signed with the Royals last night. And what what do we make, what should we make about uh, the numbers, the dollar numbers being above slot value? What does that say to you? Well, I think his uh, agent did a good job. Um, <laughs> right. You know, I think he got about 800000 over slot. And that just shows you right there how bad they wanted him. They didn't try to nitpick and, and go undervalue. They uh, they gave him a bump slot. They wanted to get the deal done immediately and get him up there signed. Yeah, that's good. And do you have any idea? Uh, so we see what Major League Baseball is doing with guys reporting on July 1st, and, and reportedly a season will begin July 24th. What does that mean for these younger guys? Will they report on July 1st also? I don't think so. Uh, right now, I've been texting back and forth with Nick. He, he's still up in Kansas City. He stayed up there. I guess all their draft picks went up there, signed their contracts, and they've kept them up there to work a youth camp and just visit with them and get to know them a little bit. But I don't think Major League Baseball knows what they're going to do with these guys. Yeah. But, um, the last I heard is maybe July 15th. They may bring the, the minor leaguers or the higher prospects into their uh, facility, their spring training facility in Arizona, okay. and uh, work them out there. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the major league roster size. They're going to have a taxi squad. They've got to have guys available. If, if guys go down with COVID and have to sit out a few weeks, so I don't know what the numbers are going to be like. Is it going to be... 30 men, 35, 40, are they going to have a taxi squad of, of 25 guys somewhere? Um, I don't think they've ironed out all the details yet. Yeah. Well, a, a lot of questions still to be answered, and then it could be a moving target, you know, with guys who may come down with something and then have to be subbed in for. But uh, at least, you know, at least uh, they've got a schedule now, and uh, isn't it great that they're talking about starting a shortened season a month from today? I wish they would just get it going. Um, you know, you got millionaires fighting with millionaires right now. Just <laughs> let's get out. I think the players are ready to get out and play baseball. And, uh, you know, it'll be good to just get stuff on TV. I, I think we all need that. You're a baseball guy uh, through and through. You know, you'd probably be out uh, recruiting and scouting, you know, and, and watching our guys playing wherever they're playing. And then. Uh, on top of that, watching major league games probably every night. What do you What do you do when you don't have any baseball to go see? Jamal, it's crazy. Um, I, I love the grill. Um, Friday and Saturday nights, uh, I usually get the grill going. I don't think I've been home this time of year on Fridays and Saturdays. I couldn't tell you when. <laughs> right. Um, it, it's been 25 years. I well. mean, you're usually on the recruiting trail. There's about seven to eight weeks that, and and the tournaments are the same time same places every year and and you just hit the trail and it's just what you do it's what we do as coaches yeah so, yeah you know what there's nothing i can do about it um i don't i don't lay the framework uh when they tell us we can go out we go out and uh right now we're just uh you know trying to put a roster together for the start of the fall 
Coach, uh, you're, uh, I think folks know you're, you're, you got a background in the Houston area and a big Astros fan, and I've seen a preliminary schedule that has the Dodgers coming to uh, Houston for uh, one series this year. Uh, how, how do you think that might play out with the Astros and the Dodgers getting back together? Man, that's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know exactly uh, what's going to happen. Um, you know, I know this, if they start playing hardball and throwing at guys, I'm sure the Astros have guys that can throw at people, too. It's <laughs> unfortunate things might get like that. But, uh, baseball has always had a way of kind of policing itself, kind of like hockey players police themselves on the ice. Baseball players kind of police themselves, and there's some unwritten rules and stuff. So it might be a little intense. Yeah, and do you think the shortened season might, you know, might lessen that just a little bit? You know, knowing it's it's kind of a sprint to the playoffs when you get going with only sixty games. Yeah, you you may not want to start some where you take a chance on getting a guy suspended with sixty games. I mean, it's imperative you get off to a good start. I mean, you start out five and and ten, you may be playing catch up and might not get back up to the top. So. I mean, 60 games, that's almost a college season. So there's a, an importance of going out and winning every single game. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how injuries play into this, guys going on the DL with the shortened season. Are they going to pitch through more stuff? Are they going to play through a pulled muscle a little bit more than normal of a 162-game schedule? And then you've got the COVID circuit. Um, you know, are guys going to be – sitting out with that or are they going to be infected in their locker room so it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with this yeah season like no other so uh at least they have a schedule to get things going final thought for you mike taylor our guest baylor baseball assistant coach uh mac mueller signed a free agent contract with uh who was it, the blue jays i think he signed with the blue jays yeah They've really been interested the, the blue jays area scout has been interested in mac since the start of the spring season, uh, our spring practices and inner squads. And I know he had, you know, a lot of his crew out there at Minute Maid where Mac hit the two home runs on day one against Missouri. And um, very proud of Mac. He, he got his degree. Um, he was going to come back if nobody gave him an opportunity. But he got an opportunity. He's got his degree. So he's going to go out and give it a shot. And we're very proud of him. Should we? Yeah, I'm happy for him also. Great opportunity. Should we look at free agent signings a little different this year in that the draft was only five rounds? So some of these guys that are signing as free agents, you know, most likely would have been drafted at some point. They, they most likely would have. And who knows what they're going to do with the guys that they would normally send to some of the lower minor league levels. I mean, some of those guys may not even start their season until the end of the college season next year. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, they eliminating some of these rookie league and A-ball affiliates. Or, we don't know what they're going to do. So it's going to be interesting with uh, the amount of guys they have and, and what are they going to get their minor league system numbers down to. Coach, it's great to catch up with you. I appreciate your time this morning. Thanks, and I uh, hope to see you face-to-face pretty soon. You bet, J-Mo. Thank you. All right, Coach, thanks very much. Mike Taylor, Baylor Baseball assistant coach.